0: Hello, and welcome to The Synthesizer Podcast. I've been thinking about this day for a while now, and it's happening, and I'm very excited for that fact. For those of you that don't know who I am, my name's Andrew Kirby. At this point in the podcast, I should probably say something that adds credibility. So I've got 600,000 subscribers on YouTube. I've made over a million dollars revenue by the age of 22, and more recently I made $100,000 in revenue in 10 days with $99 worth of expenses, so the profit margins were pretty good. And I did all of that through the synthesizer model. That's what this podcast is about, synthesizing. So what is synthesizing? Well, synthesizing is going out there, solving your own problems, and then sharing the solutions. A synthesizer's goal is to speed up the rate at which humanity solves their own problems and reaches their own desires. Some common examples of synthesizers that you may be aware of, people like Alex hormozy someone like Andrew Huberman, or Hamza, or Tim Ferriss. They're all people that have gone out there, experienced life, and then shared the best bits, shared the lessons learned, and synthesizing completely changed my life. Because creating content nowadays with modern technology is the best way to synthesize. It's the way for you to synthesize at scale. It's the way for you to reduce problems and reduce suffering at scale, which ultimately is the reason that I'm most excited about this synthesizer revolution. I really believe that the quality of content that you consume dictates the quality of life that you have. And when we look out there at the quality of content that humanity consumes, it's really kind of scary. You walk down the street, you see people on their phones and you're there scrolling on their TikTok. I see like 12 year olds, 13 year olds, 11 year olds, 10 year olds, nine year olds on their phone on TikTok. And I'm just wondering like, what is the content that they're consuming? And do I think that it's content that's empowering? Do I think that it's content that's inspiring? Do I think that it's content that will massively add to their life? Or is it entertainment? Or is it fluff? Or is it actually weird pieces of content from weird people that actually end up creating limiting beliefs in the mind of the consumers of the content? Is it content that is designed to provoke such strong emotions related to fear and sex and anxiety, like we see on the news, like we see in porn? Probably is that for a lot of people. And I think that that's really scary. Because, I, like I said, the quality of content that you consume massively changes your life. I'm sure there'll be times that you look back and there will have been some person online, some mentor that you had online that maybe you never spoke with, but you consumed their content and it massively changed your life. For me, it was books like Think and Grow Rich that started me on my personal development journey. And it was books like good old Tim Ferris, good old Tim Ferriss' 4-Hour Workweek that planted the seeds. that created the desire in me to go and reach financial freedom. And then it was content creators online like Sam Ovens, Alex Hormozy, Naval Ravikant, that actually ended up helping me get to financial freedom. There has been content that you have consumed that has massively changed the trajectory of your life. Now, and this is a thought exercise that I love to do with myself, imagine where your life would be if you had never consumed that piece of content. Oh my god, imagine what my life would look like if I had never read those books, if I had never consumed those pieces of content online, if I had never delved into the rabbit holes of stoicism and productivity and personal development and business, where would my life be? Oh! (laughs) It's horrifying, it scares me, my life would be in such a radically different position if I hadn't stumbled across quality content online and quality books. My life would be so wildly different if it wasn't for that. The content that you consume massively impacts the quality of life that you have. But then why, why, why is the quality of content that humanity consumes so bad? How have people not realized this is a massive, severe problem that's massively impacting society? We know that the content that you consume impacts you massively. We know that it reduces your attention span. We know that it makes it difficult to find meaningful relationships. And blah, 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 blah. I'm losing my words because it's such a crazy large problem. And I believe that synthesizers can solve that problem. Imagine a world where when somebody opened up their TikTok or somebody goes on their Twitter, instead of being filled with junk and news that's designed to scare you, instead, they're provided with rare and powerful insights. They're provided with messages that empower them, messages that encourage them to achieve their goals, encourage them to be the best version of themselves. Earth would look magical if the quality of content that humanity consumed increased. And I believe that synthesizers are actually some of the people that have the most power on Earth at the moment. Synthesizers are the ones that dictate the beliefs that people have, and the beliefs that people have dictate the quality of life that they have. Synthesizers have so much power. If we bind together and we make it our mission to create wildly quality content, that provides rare and valuable insights into a niche that you care about, I think that can really change the world. But not only can it change the world, it can change your life. This synthesizing model is, I believe, is the meta of the great online game. Let me explain what I mean. When you sit down and you open up your laptop and you go to work, what you're doing is actually very, very, very similar to the video games that you used to play as a kid. Number one, you're on a computer. Number two, you use your keyboard and your mouse to interact with things on a screen. Number three, there are other players of this game. Number four, it's fun. It can be fun. And number five, where the great online game is slightly different to the games that you used to play as a kid. This is a game that has massive real-world consequences. This is a game that I've seen firsthand can provide you with more money than you know what to do with. It's a game that can allow you to create such a massive impact, a dent on the universe. And it's a game that can allow you to develop real meaningful connections with friends that become a huge significant part of your life. How crazy is that? We can play a game and we can make money, make an impact and have fun whilst doing so. How magical is that? And in this great online game, there are many different characters that you can play. There's the YouTuber, there's the influencer, There's the coach, there's the consultant, there's the dropshipper, there's the agency owner. There's all of these different characters and each one has their pros and each one has their cons. But for a specific kind of person, the kind of person that loves learning, loves solving their own problems and loves teaching and loves seeing in someone's eyes where you provide them with an insight and see their eyes light up as they have an epiphany. The kind of person that doesn't wanna be famous, but wants niche fame, wants to be well known and respected within a specific group of people that they care about. You're the kind of person that wants to make money by giving. You're the kind of person that wants to get by giving. You're the kind of person that wants to share some of the struggles that you've had and share some of the lessons that you've learned you know that you've solved some problems in your own life. And you know that there are other people out there that are still struggling with those same problems. Which means that you have knowledge that if shared, will massively reduce the suffering in humanity. And if you recognize that, and if you're compelled to earn an income online by giving and creating content and synthesizing, then synthesizing might be for you. So out of all of these different characters, Synthesizing is the one that I've fallen in love with and I believe that it's the most effective one at creating an impact Because all synthesizing is is it's sharing valuable lessons that can solve problems That's literally what an impact is. What is making an impact? Making an impact is reducing suffering. Making an impact is solving problems and helping people achieve their desires That is literally what a synthesizer does and as a reward for that they make massive income How do you make income? How do you make money? Well, you've got to solve someone's problem you can solve someone's problem, they'll give you money for it. The human economy is dictated by humans spending money in an attempt to solve their own problems. That's it. So you make money by effectively solving problems. And if you're a synthesizer, your incentives incentives are so perfectly lined up that your now goal, if you want to make money, is to solve problems, it's to reduce suffering, it's to make an impact. That's the beautiful thing about synthesizing. What's selfish is very closely aligned with what's selfless. Another one of the reasons I love synthesizing. Let's talk about an example. There's this sphere online of business people. There's people like Sam Ovens, there's people like Naval Ravikant, there's been people like Jay Abraham in the past, there's a bunch of different business mentors. And this is a space that's been around for decades now. There's been hundreds of different people that have come along, entered this space and have tried to become business mentors. It's a pretty saturated market. There's dozens of people in it, and they've been around for ages. But yet, something interesting happened recently. Alex Formozzi started joining this space. He used to have an offer around gyms, now he's joined the business space. But even though this is a very competitive space, and even though there's been people in this space that have been around for years, somehow he's been able to dominate this space. How has he done that? How has he joined a competitive market and now being the person that's probably in the best position to make the most money in the long run in this space, how has he done that? Well, he synthesized. Instead of having a high-ticket course, he gave away so much value for free with his free course, his free book, his hundreds of free YouTube videos that now all he has to do is when people reach $3 million a year, he takes 10% of their revenue and he scales them up instead of hiding all of his valuable insights behind a paywall when most people don't see them. He gave them all away for free. That created massive trust, massive authority in the niche, and now he's able to make a ridiculous amount of money just with the very, very, very top end of the market. This is synthesizing. It's such an effective model at dominating any industry, dominating any market, and we've seen it so perfectly executed with Alex Omosi. It's what I did on my YouTube channel, and now I'm here to synthesize. Synthesizing. I'm now here to... Share all the lessons that I've learned in audience growth, audience building, audience monetization, monetization systems, productivity, mindset related to business, mindset related to happiness. Finding your superpower, the thing that you're uniquely good at, that you can really, really make an impact on the world with. All of those things I'm now here to do and to serve as best as I possibly can. Because I've got a community called the Synthesizers School. And there's now 2,000-plus people in that community, all of synthesizers, all people actively going out there, building an income online through synthesizing, through solving their own problems and then sharing their solutions online and monetizing that, building an audience, building a product, all of those sorts of things. We'll get into the details later. But I have this community. You can find it by typing in the So I should repeat that. You can find it by typing in greatonlinegame.com. The first time I said the call to action, I included the great online game. The domain's not the great online game. The domain is greatonlinegame.com Or you can go to school.com synthesizers That's S-K-O-O-L dot com synthesizers With a Z and an S And in this community It's now got to the point where I don't care if I make money from this community. I actually started this community with zero intention to make money. I started this community because I knew there needed to be a place of people that wanted to solve the world's problems by sharing the knowledge they have in their brain. And there wasn't one online. So I started this community with zero intentions of monetization. And now I would be happy to continue to run this community simply because I like the people in the community. That's what you need to get. We can talk about building a community, we can talk about building a movement, which I think is one of the most powerful things for you to build on the internet nowadays. If you wanna make an income and if you wanna make an impact, you build a movement. We can talk about that another day. But really what you want to do is you wanna find a niche of people that you like so much that you just wanna help them as much as you humanly can. You wanna solve their problems, reduce their sufferings, mainly because you've been in their position. There was once a time that I was struggling to create content online. My story is that I was at university, I was studying marketing, and on the very first day, the very first lecture that I attended, something hit me, and I'd realized how much of a mistake that I'd made. Oh, the lecturer was so boring, it was so clear that they didn't care about marketing, and I'd watched YouTube videos about marketing online, and then I was getting taught marketing in uni, And I knew that the YouTube videos that I was watching were just so much more powerful, so much more useful than the stupid shit that I was learning in my uni degree. So I made a promise to myself in that very first day of university that I was gonna find a different path. I was going to find a way so that I didn't have to just get a boring marketing job that would suck my soul away. And on that journey, I struggled. I had no idea where to go, I had no idea who to turn to, I had no idea what to do. And the worst thing about all of this is I didn't believe that I could do it. I had this limiting belief that was telling me I can't do it. Like, I don't know anybody that's successful, I don't know anybody that hasn't gone down the traditional route, so why can I do it? And it was tough. When I tell you it was tough, I mean it was tough. I had to sacrifice things. I had to sacrifice friendship groups. I had to sacrifice going out and having fun with my friends at first year of university. No, I sat in my dorm room and I worked, and that's all I did. And I struggled, and I wasted so many thousands of hours of my time. It sucked. Eventually, thanks to the content that I've consumed online, thanks to synthesizers that I came across, things started to come together. Initially, I asked myself the question, what am I interested in? Well, I was interested in Stoicism, the philosophy of Stoicism. So the first video that I ever made was about Stoicism. I synthesized. Well, actually, (laughs) I didn't really synthesize. (laughs) My first ever YouTube video, I just read out the article word for word and recorded myself doing it. I can't believe I did that. Oh, that's so bad. Anyway, I did it, and it got the first video done. I synthesized. From there, I started synthesizing Stoicism a little bit more. I started reading a bunch of different things about Stoicism, applying it to my own life, and then sharing the most interesting bits. I synthesized Stoicism. Over time, I got into the practice of journaling. I realized that journaling was a really, really, really valuable tool, and I still journal to this day. Clear thinking is just clear writing. So if you can write your thoughts really clearly, you can Think really clearly, you can make good decisions, and that's really important. Journaling is a really, really powerful thing. And journaling had really impacted my life, it had solved some of the problems that I had. So I said, oh, I've got a good idea. I'm going to share what I know about journaling, I'm going to put it together in a $7 course, I'm going to load it up on an MP3 player that I bought from China, and I'm going to ship it to different people across the planet that are also interested in journaling. So I sold this journaling course for $7 there's a video somewhere on the internet of me. If you type in Andrew Kirby, first dollar online, you'll see the reaction that I had when I got my first sale for a $7 MP3 player. Although thinking back, it wasn't as good as I thought it was because most of that profit or most of that $7 just went away in expenses of buying the actual MP3 player. Anyway, it is what it is. Time went on and I started understanding that the most valuable problem that I had solved wasn't journaling. The most valuable problem that i had solved was related to procrastination because when i first started trying to make something for myself online i procrastinated a lot i played a lot of video games i watched a lot of youtube and i watched an ungodly amount of personal development youtube an insane amount of that but i didn't implement any of it it was just mental masturbation some time went on and i realized the most valuable problem that i had solved was procrastination So I started making an online education company that helped people beat procrastination. And it was actually that vehicle that brought me to a million dollars plus in revenue and that gave me the freedom to travel the world and gave me enough of a cash flow in order to really think like, right, what do I want to do next? And that was the path that I've been on for the past six, seven, eight, nine months. It was a long time that I was like, I've got no idea what I want to do next. I'd made the guarantee to myself that I may never upload a YouTube video ever again. I felt fully lost. I had no idea what I was going to do. But the one question that I came back to was, what's the most valuable problem that I have solved? And It's a really interesting question for you to ask yourself. And I realized that now the most valuable problem that I had solved wasn't related to procrastination. The most valuable problem that I had solved was related to building a career on this great online game and about building a career in a way that you enjoy it and about audience growth and audience monetization and making money by giving, 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 similar to Alex Olmosi and similar to how many other synthesizers and many other niches have done that. And I realized, hold on a second, synthesizing is the most valuable thing that I have solved. So I created a community about that. Nine months later, whatever. Now we are where we are now. And it's probably the thing that brings me the most fulfillment in my life at the moment. This synthesizer revolution can create such a meaningful impact on earth that it really excites me. But I still remember the very first time because, you know, when I asked myself this question, what is the most valuable problem that I had solved? I knew it was like, oh, I built an audience and I, I made some money online and I beat procrastination and, you know, these things. But I didn't really know what I did. I didn't really know what to call what I did i still remember the very first time that i read the word synthesizer i was going through and i was reading this article and the article said something along the lines of we are drowning in information but we are starving for wisdom and that stuck out to me we are drowning in information but starving for wisdom. And I was like, oh, this is so true. There's so much information out there. The internet has produced content at a massive scale. People scream at us all the time. There's thousands of books for you to read. There's millions of articles for you to read. The YouTube videos that are being produced on a day-to-day basis is an absolute colossal amount. We are drowning in information, but yet we are starving for wisdom. Even though we have all of this information, The amount of it that's wise, the amount of it that's useful is so incredibly small that it just leads to information overwhelm, how are we men to make decisions when there's hundreds of different things for us to do. And the quote that I read in this article said, we are drowning in information, but we are starving for wisdom. The world henceforth will be ran by synthesizers. And when I read that, something struck me like a lightning bolt. I knew that we were drowning information, and I knew that we were starving for, starving for wisdom, but I never knew the solution of it. But this quote was saying that synthesizers were the solution. And I looked deeply into it. I started scouring the internet, reading hundreds of articles, wherever I could find the word synthesizer, I would look for. I read so many different things. I found quotes from thousands of years ago of people saying the word synthesizer, all of these different things. And I realized, hold on a second, that's me. That's what I've always been. And that's what I've always loved to do. I've always loved to learn and solve my own problems and I've always loved to share and teach the solutions. I am a synthesizer. All of the content that I've ever created has been me going through life, finding interesting things and sharing it. Me going through life, struggling, finding a lesson and sharing it. I've been a synthesizer and it's served me so wildly well. It's given me things that I didn't believe that I could have because of the limiting beliefs that I had when I was younger. Being a synthesizer is beautiful. It changed my life. I believe that it can change your life. And I believe that it can change the world. Which is why I'm so excited to be starting this synthesizer podcast, which you may by now have noticed is far from perfect. But that's the reason I wanted to start a podcast. Because I'm not perfect. And I want this podcast just to be me authentically expressing some of the thoughts that are going on in my mind and won't resonate with lots of people. But I think for some of the people that are listening to this at the moment that something's clicking. They're thinking, hold on a second, am I a synthesizer? I do like to learn and I do like to share solutions and I do like to, well, I'm open at least to creating content online and maybe I have created content online and people have found it valuable. Maybe I'm a synthesizer. Maybe there's people out there that are thinking, Damn, being a synthesizer sounds cool. I wanna make money by helping people. I wanna make money by solving problems. And I wanna be known in a specific niche as being the authority. I wanna be looked up to and respected as being the go to person in a specific sphere. That sounds fun. And I wanna find people that are like me. I'm weird. <laughs> Maybe you're thinking, I'm weird. And I wanna find other people that are weird just like me. That's what synthesizing can do. Synthesizing is pretty incredible. That's my story. That's what synthesizing is. That's who synthesizers are. And yeah, join the synthesizer school to engage with this podcast. If you're listening to this right now and you're in the synthesizer school, leave a comment right below with whatever it is that you're thinking. Whatever it is you're thinking, document it. Put it on paper. I want to engage with you guys. I want to learn from you guys. I want to help you guys as much as I humanly can. And I think that that is us coming to the end of episode one of the synthesizer podcast. If you're watching this on Spotify, like this, follow this podcast. If you're watching this on iTunes, like it, follow it, engage with this. So whenever this podcast comes out, it comes up in your feed. Leave a review, leave a comment, do whatever you can. Let's make this podcast grow. Let's help grow the word of the synthesizer. Let's make this synthesizer revolution happen. I'll see you in episode two.